All right. Are you tired of progressive corporations and exhausted trying to keep up with all the virtue signaling when you're simply trying to buy products? Progressive corporate America continues to push messaging that further alienates conservative Americans, all while ending the future of the American dream. Are you tired of this? At what point are you done giving to these companies that do not care about you? At some point, we have to fight back. And that's why I love my people over at Public Square. It's simple. Join the movement of millions of patriotic Americans who love truth, our country, and our Constitution at publicsq.com. Public Square is an app and website where you can get connected to tens of thousands of businesses from all different industries that share your value for life, family, and freedom. Whether you're looking to simply buy children's clothing, find new athletic clothing that knows what a woman actually is, shop for clean skin care, or find a new restaurant in your community that won't lecture you about your political views, publicsq.com is your resource. Public Square also offers discounts to many high-quality businesses on the platform so that you can actually receive incentive for spending money with companies that don't hate you. Public Square is free to join as a consumer or business owner, and you can get started today at publicsq.com. Download the app now. That's publicsq.com, publicsq.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and without further ado, my favorite Congresswoman, Congresswoman Anna Paulina Luna is here. Anna, thank you for coming on. Thank you so much for having me back on, Graham. Okay, so we're just going to get into the nitty gritty here. All right, I I want to know, A, your thoughts about this debt ceiling, uh, and I put it in quotation marks, deal. Uh, because I'm, I'm livid about this. I, I, you know, that I have not been the biggest, uh, Kevin McCarthy fan from, from, from the get go. Um, but Kevin McCarthy is basically telling us Americans that this is the greatest win for Americans that we've had in 50 years. Uh, I'm not seeing it. Everything I look at, I don't see this. And so uh, walk me through it here. Yeah, no, um, I think that, you know, I'm going to have to respectfully disagree with the speaker on this being a big win for America. And it's not just me. It's, you know, 36 of my colleagues. And I think that there's going to be more today on the floor when you see us go to vote at around 8.30 p.m. But, you know, what we initially passed out of the House, and I'm sure that you heard the messaging on that coming out of Fox News and out of leadership and even out of many in the Republican conference, to include myself, is that we had sent over an initial proposal that was really going to provide some incredible changes into the way um, we were spending up here in Washington to include basic oversight of Congress on how the government regulates the American people, low energy costs and efficient regulations. That was an HR one um, common sense work requirements for Medicaid, SNAP and TAN, uh, TANF. And then also it was basically going to get rid of over $80 billion in funding for a weaponized 87,000 IRS agents. And of course, you know, we sent it over Senate even put out a press release. They said that they were going to have our back and for the speaker and his negotiating team to ultimately bring home the win for America. And what they came back with, in my opinion, is not a win for America. In fact, it actually keeps fully intact many of the subsidies from the Inflation Reduction Act for people that might not know what those were. 
these were incentives for corporation. Many of these corporations were linked to uh, dark money Democrat super PACs and CEOs that basically get them rich. It really economically cripples ourselves here to produce energy back home. And it really only helps the Communist Chinese Party. It basically went along with Biden's student loan bailout. And also to funds 80% of those IRS, um, there's 87,000 IRS agents. So instead of, you know, lifting 1.5 trillion trillion and saving millions and billions and trillions over the long run, it lifts it 4 trillion and there's literally not no savings. So, you know, what we're seeing now, and as you saw, there was a congressional study, it's called a CBO study. It came out yesterday and it actually even prove some of what I've just stated here, but it's it's really upsetting because when you are a representative and you're up here and you're voicing the concerns of your constituents and then you see stuff like this happen and how a lot of these establishment media corporations will just blatantly lie to the American people, it's infuriating. When you're a lightning rod for change in a country that's turned its back on its values, it takes a special kind of company to want to partner with you. A company that has my back so I can continue to turn the tide against the far left and evil that our country faces. I'm proud to stand behind and proud to stand with Pure Talk, a veteran-owned company that keeps jobs right here in America with a 100% U.S.-based workforce. But that's not the only reason. I checked the coverage and it's premium, the most dependable 5G network in the U.S. In fact, I use it. I checked the plans. They're top tier, but at a fraction of the cost of AT&T, Verizon, and T-Mobile. And they have plans to fit every person in your family. Choose from talk, text, and 5G data for $20 a month, all the way up to unlimited data for just $55 a month. Remember, You vote with how you spend your money. So stop supporting woke wireless companies that don't support you. Instead, go to puretalk.com and use the promo code G-R-A-H-A-M. Trust me when I say, go to Pure Talk right now. Oh, and by the way, when you go to puretalk.com and use my promo code, G-R-A-H-A-M, you'll save an additional 50% off your first month because they actually value you. So go to puretalk.com and use the promo code Graham to start saving today. Yeah, I, I, I guess I guess I got a couple questions for you. So so one, and again, this is me really just trying to get into the head of uh, Speaker McCarthy's mindset here. Uh, I I don't. You, you see what's going on in multiple state GOPs across the board. You see what just happened to Ken Paxton uh, over here in Texas. I mean, it just seems like the GOP. In every level, state level, uh, in D.C., it really just seems like there is a almost an undercutting going on that is really just almost siding with the Democrats on this stuff. And so walk me through. Let's take the IRS thing. Let's just again, Mm -hmm. this is so much stuff, but let's just take like like immediate things here. Okay, the funding for these 87000 new IRS agents. I've seen a couple of reports. Maybe you can clarify a little bit more that it looks like this, and I say in quotation marks again, this deal keeps at least 80% of what Biden's wanting (laughs) to do with this IRS expansion. How is that a win for Americans? There's only 700 and some odd billionaires, like total, like, 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 who are they going after here? (laughs) It's not even, yeah, it's not even a win for America. In fact, those IRS agents, that weaponized bureaucracy is going to be looking at people 
in my opinion, people that don't politically align with the current administration, people like you, people probably like listening to this show. And I don't think that that's, you know, out of line to say, I mean, my goodness, we just had the FBI or the, one of the FBI whistleblowers, I believe that was audited by the IRS within days of testimony. So yeah. I just feel like there's a lot of things happening and it's not a win. And, you know, when we're out there, when I come up here, we weren't even supposed to be in session this week, but I'm not coming up here to hang out with these people and get beers afterwards and pat each other on the back. I mean, my goodness, you'd think that some of these people don't like going home with the amount of time they spend up here. And I just, I feel like that's part of the problem is that when you have so much time spent in Washington and not enough time spent back home, you really lose touch of the people that you represent. And, you know, for me personally, for Pinellas County, and I would say for even much of Florida, this is not a win. I've had so many people call my office in support of not voting to raising the debt ceiling. And right before this call, I was actually on YouTube and I got an ad from a super PAC that was running ads saying that, you know, rep- um, basically call your representative and ensure that they raise the debt ceiling because your social security is on the line, which is A, not true, but if you want to be real about it, with our current levels of spending, and it's very likely today that this $4 trillion deficit deal will pass, what's going to happen is uh, all of those people in Social Security, guess what? Your Social Security is going to be gone in 10 years. People paying yep. into it aren't going to have access to it. And so I don't want to hear the virtue signaling now. I'm not going to be responsible for that vote. Yeah. So so I, I, like, I like, you know, just getting into the meat and potatoes of this stuff here is, you know, we're at a point now where I'm trying to educate and inform the, the the listeners as much as possible. Uh, if you had to guess right now, how many people, uh, Republicans, at least they have an R at the end of their their title, are going to vote no on this bill? Uh, if you had to guess. I would say probably we've already seen, to include myself, 36 members say that they're openly not voting for it. I think you might see upwards of 45, but I know that, you know, there's been a public pressure campaign behind the scenes to get people to vote for it. And I don't, you know, I don't buy into that. So I'd say probably around maybe 40, 45. So, 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 so at the end of the day, like you said, this is going to pass, right? Like, like at the end of the day, somehow, some way McCarthy's going to get this pushed through. I, I believe that it's going to pass, unfortunately, yes. So so my question to you is is moving forward from this, okay? Because at this point, as a citizen, because that's what I am. I, I'm a citizen. I'm nobody special in this, and this affects me. Uh, well, maybe it affects me more than other people. I don't know. It depends on how the IRS comes after me very soon. But either way, um, uh, we as American citizens are sitting here. And we're seeing, a, uh, again, I say in quotation marks, a deal that's supposed to be great for America that we don't want. Like, we don't want this. Like, I have not met a single, at least Republican voter um, that has said, you know what? I actually think the deal is pretty good. No, everybody has said many ex- <laughs> explicit words about this deal. The people don't want this. So where where have we lost our translation from I know I'm not speaking about you because you are the voice of your constituents and, and, and I love you for it. But so many people in DC, what is going, how have we fallen so far from what uh, people in the house are supposed to be doing and voting what their constituents want them to vote? Uh, you know, Graham, when I got elected, I really thought that Washington, I mean, I had my preconceived notions on how it would be, but then when I got up here and, 
you know, there's sometimes that thing, never meet your heroes, that kind of checked out to me early on. And then after I kind of got through phase one, then it's like, you know, you see that people really understand the messaging they'll pull and say, okay, if I say this and if I come across as really conservative, I'll win the primary and then I have to kind of pivot to more of a neutral message to win the general election. But then you realize that most people, you know, there's two types of politicians, people that are up here that you can't buy and then people that just want to do it for titles. And unfortunately, there's a lot of people that I think are afraid of actually taking those stands because they don't want to deal with the pressure. They don't want to deal with the fight and they cave. Well, who are they afraid and, of you know, if, uh, is my question. So, 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 so if you I had think, to go, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, I think it's they're afraid of the pressure campaigns that can happen when people call your office. They don't want controversy. They kind of just want to come up here and vote. They don't want to make waves and ultimately go back home. But that's not what the job is. Like when you're representing, you're supposed to fight for the interests. And I find it very ironic that like I've heard so many conversations of people just like trying to convince themselves as to why going four trillion dollars in debt is a good thing. And I just yeah. can't chalk, I can't, I can't move it. You know, and, and to anyone's credit, it doesn't matter if there was a Republican administration, I wouldn't vote to, ra- vote to raise a debt ceiling unless there were significant changes that would cause us to long-term produce, not go more into debt. So yeah. I just, it, it's not about even party for me. It's about the fact that, you know, I really meant that in 10 years, Social Security is going to be insolvent. Yeah. We don't have a currency that's backed by the gold standard. Inflation is at an all-time high. They just want to print more money, and they're lying to the American people. Well, Congress once again allowed itself to be pushed into appeasing the administration and raising the debt ceiling for the 79th time, paving the way for continued reckless spending and further de-evaluation of the dollar. As our national debt continues to skyrocket, how are you protecting your savings? Times like these are a great reminder to diversify a portion of your savings into gold, silver, and precious metal, and that's why I use my friends at Birch Gold. It's super easy. It's super simple. All you have to do is text the word GRAM, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 to get your free info kit on how to convert an existing IRA, 401k, or simply some of your savings into gold, silver, and precious metals. To protect yourself in Biden's economy, you have to do what you have to do, and free information is vital information. Text the word GRAM, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 right now. Somebody asked me, they got all snippy with me, and they were like, what do you expect them to do, Graham? Do you expect America just to default? And, and, and there was almost a part of me where I was like, maybe we should. Maybe it's at a point where we do need to so we can actually get under control these things because we seem to just keep putting uh, robbing Peter to pay Paul, getting another credit card to pay a credit card bill is, is what it feels yeah. like. And, and, and China owns a majority of our debt. You know, like to answer that question and just to correct that person right here and right now, we were never going to default. In fact, with tax season basically coming in and all the revenue coming in, um, we had more than enough money to actually pay our bills and to keep military, Social Security, Medicare payments going out. And the fact is, is that Biden, Yellen, um, really the corporations that have special interests involved in this debt deal, they're lying to the American people. So that person a was campaign. unfortunately a victim of fake, yeah, fake news. Yeah, yeah. So basically, uh, you know, uh, huge shocker. Uh, the Dems in power are, are, and honestly, a lot of GOP people in power are involved in a fear campaign to the American people to make them believe that if they don't do something drastic, 
uh, like adding $4 trillion to the national debt, then America is just going to like come to a screeching halt and nobody's going to be able to eat. No electricity. You're not going to get your checks, et cetera. And so you're saying that all of that, and I agree with you, by the way, this is what I've been saying, but that's a lie. Like, like, like that's a fear campaign. <sighs> yes, 100%. That would have only happened if Biden actively chose with Yellen to not make those payments of which we had money to make those payments. And so the other shitty part, excuse my language, of this uh, entire good. deal is that, yeah, it puts it literally at the feet of the incoming GOP president. Okay, so the next debt ceiling debate will be January 2nd, 2025. Yeah. How is that like a good thing? Yeah, no, no, it's not. Um, Okay, so, okay, so the bill's going to pass. I mean, you know, let's deal with the realities of where we are for a moment. And and I know you're talking. I think think it will pass, unfortunately, yes. Okay, so so the bill's going to pass. What, how does this affect, because there's a lot of people that aren't, you know, uh, you're a congresswoman. I politics is what I do. But there's a lot of people that don't understand. Okay, what is this actually going to mean for me? I think one of the biggest issues is adding to the debt. Like you put, like like you pointed out, we don't have the gold to back this up. Uh, to to me, it seems like our dollar going down. What uh, we're already losing national power of the dollar with the Chinese. What's it called? The yuan, the yuan. The, yeah, the, the, yeah. Yeah. So, so, so can you run us through just a reality check to, to the American people of what adding this $4 trillion in more in depth, uh, the, these, these 87,000 new IRS agents, what do Americans need to be prepared for? Well, to put it simply, when you print more money, when you go into debt, you print more money. And when you print more money, it devaluates the currency. And when that happens, inflation occurs. So things like eggs will triple in price versus what they were five, six, seven years ago. And so that'll be the long-term impact. This is going to be $4 trillion over X amount of time. Um, It's until 2025, more in debt, meaning we'll see more inflation. What is the the path? To victory now, now that you've been in Congress for, for a while, and me and you have been friends for many years. I mean, we've had many private conversations about all this stuff, but what is, is there a path to actually change DC? Cause the more and more I go about it, the more and more like, like there's not 200 of you running for office at one time. You, you know what I mean? That, that actually is going to make it to DC to actually put a dent in things. And then it almost feels like we would have to win 80% of the seats one cycle. And then the very next cycle, we'd have to win the remainder of the seats to, to, to make any kind of dent. Well, where is the, where is the path to hope and victory for the American people right now? Graham, I think if we even won 10 to 20 more seats, and if we even had five more outspoken senators, we would see a big change. I mean, to put it in perspective, you saw what happened with the negotiations at the beginning of this year, right. 20 of us to be able to make the impacts that we did. And really, it was ideological to change how Congress functions, which, to be clear, this process is entirely different than any other Congress most representatives had served under in the last 10 years because of the fact that we literally decentralized power and we have more of a voice. But even then, so you can see that our voices are still 
not as strong as they could be. Right. I really, I was thinking about this because I thought when I got up here, I'd be, able, you know, I didn't do media, right? Because I got frustrated with media because I was like, it's just, it's, I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm parroting the same thing. I want to go see if I can make a change going on the inside and, and working from the inside out. Mm-hmm. But really what it takes is people to, I think, make that conscious decision to get involved. And, you know, even if we had, people primary and getting involved, holding representatives accountable to the things that they say on the campaign trail. I mean, that itself would make someone think twice about how they're voting, especially in instances like this. And so, you know, I'm not perfect. I'm not going to do this forever. Tell you one thing, Graham, it's exhausting. But what I will say is that, (laughs) yeah, what I will say is that, you know, while I am, I am here, I'm going to make a difference. I'm not spent, you know, sacrificing time away from my family so I can just piss away the opportunity to really help fight for this country. Well, but, but I mean, we need more people involved. Yeah. Well, that's what makes you the right person is that very mindset. If you go in knowing, I mean, a, I don't believe you're supposed to be in uh, DC for forever. Like I, I don't believe that's yeah. how it was supposed to be. And when you know that you're not going to be there for forever, you naturally uh, care less about this whole political chess game back and forth that has nothing to do with the American people that you represent because you realize you're there to fight a battle for a certain amount of time and then you're going to tag somebody else and then they come in and fight the battle and that's what's supposed to happen. Nobody can be that a warrior is. for forever. Um, uh, let me ask you this question. I saw uh, Matt Gates said that um, he, uh, if, if, if this bill passes or whatnot, he's going to invoke the vacate the chair for, for McCarthy. Uh, well, what are your thoughts about that? I haven't heard that at all. Um, I know that there was a lot of outlets that were reporting some stuff, so I haven't even heard that. So I'd have to confirm that first. Okay. But what well, I may, maybe that- it's somebody projecting online, but, but yeah, I did read it in an article that Matt Gates was preparing that. And so I was just curious how, how, how would say if that is the case and, and, and we'll clarify here, we need to verify that info. We need to verify the article that I read earlier just to make sure. But, you know, do you think that, cause I know that you guys fought for that and that was part of the holdout there for McCarthy becoming speaker. What, do you think that this is something that would go that route? Or do you think that that, 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 that that's too extreme? Or, uh, you know, what, what, what are your thoughts there? I don't think that it's going to go that route, mainly because if you think about how the negotiations went down and the amount of championing for this debt from not just McCarthy, but it's literally from members of the Republican conference, it's not something that I think would actually get right. not only traction, but I don't think that this is the the time or place for it. Right. But again, I mean, I'm really just right now focusing on messaging and actually informing the American people that this is really, really bad what's happening with the four trillion. And yeah. as you even see online, there's so much just disinformation floating around. But what I'll tell people is remember, you spend money we don't have, they print more money, it leads to inflation. What's going on, everybody? I want you to stop drinking communist coffee. I want you to switch to America's Coffee, BlackRifleCoffee.com. It's very simple. You can spend the rest of your life drinking frou-frou drinks for anti-American communist pieces of garbage, or you can drink America's Coffee and support my friends of over 10 years at BlackRifleCoffee.com. Go get America's Coffee. Fuel up on freedom. BlackRifleCoffee.com right now. 
Yeah. No, no, no. I agree. Um, okay. Let, let's end this on a, a semi-positive note here. Uh, the, vote, <laughs> the vote happens tonight at what time did you say? Eight? 8.30. Okay. So 8.30 tonight, the, the, the odds are this bill is going to pass. What do you, what is the messaging that you want to get out to the American people right now? Because I know just from the thousands of emails and stuff we get every week, there are a lot of people that are truly defeated right now by this. Um, what, what, what would you say to, to, to those Americans right this second? I know, I know you're one of the few that are doing the right thing, fighting every single day. And like I said, I love you for it. But, 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 but to hear from someone like you, I think would be very powerful. What would you say to Americans right now? Well, the vote hasn't been cast yet. So you have till eight o'clock, eight 30 to make your voices heard. Um, I, there's, I have to be careful about how to say that, but make your voices heard. And in addition to that, all I will say is that, you know, you should be very informed as to how your representative is voting. You should know their name. You should know how they're voting on this so that you can be the accountability mechanism and check and balance to them. You know, representative, people like to say congressman or congresswoman, but it's representative. Yeah. Uh, they represent you. They represent the American people. And you should make your voice heard. I agree. Well, as always, uh, we love you here. You, you, are a, uh, you are a champion to the American people, and we appreciate you. Uh, me and my family appreciate your friendship over the years. Uh, Congresswoman or Representative Anna Paulina Luna, thank you so much. Where can people go uh, to support you and the fight that you're doing? Well, you can always head over to my personal social media channels at Real Anna Paulina. And if you want to see what we're doing on the official side, it's Rep Luna. And then if you Google my uh, other stuff, you can find the other websites. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. All right, Anna, I love, we love you here. You, you've always got a voice here and a space here at Dear America. Thanks so much for joining us. I know that you've got a hectic day today, uh, and we appreciate the time. Thank you so much, Grim. We'll talk soon. All right. Sounds great. All right. So you heard that, America. Uh, that was uh, Congresswoman Anna Paulina Luna herself. Um, that is where we are. That is a in. That is a first person take on someone who is in the belly of the beast of where we're at in America. So in closing here, I just want to say, keep the faith. Um, the, uh, the, the battles are not over and the wars are just beginning. Uh, and buckle up because it's going to be a wild, wild ride. That's all we have for this episode of Dear America. Make sure to subscribe. Make sure to listen everywhere you can. And email me, graham at dearamericamedia.com. Let me know what you think. Let me know what your questions are. That's all we have for this episode, and we'll see you all again next time.